Colin. Am I crazy, or is sometimes the recording light and the number on the top? You're crazy. Okay. Just, I mean, it might be that way in Apple. Yeah, but I, for some reason, I feel like, like today, maybe it's just the way it's framed up, but it's like perfectly contrast, so you can like actually see it. Oh, because it's on the. It's on this. It's on the amp. Yeah. So. I was starting to introduce the sorry, podcast, sorry. and you got fucking hella derailed by your user interface self. I don't even know what to call it. Episode 23. Episode 23. Uh, no guests, just beer. Colin, what did you bring us to drink? So this is uh, – I've never had it before. I just saw it and bought it. It's a uh, McKellar. Did, you buy, did huh? you buy it based on the label? Uh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> – uh, McKellar, I've had McKellar beers before. I've been to a McKellar bar. Um, they are a, I think it's a Danish or or Dutch, one of the two, some small Scandinavian-ish country. Open it away from the, because um, you and, always give me shit when I open it in the mic. And uh, but they have a San Diego. This is this is from McKellar San Diego, and uh, they do a lot of collaborations. That is really good. With other brands and with like with they've done like collabs with other beer brands and um, actually they, um, Bron Daler, the drummer of Mastodon, is really good friends with the McKellar guys. So McKellar's done a handful of collaborations with Mastodon. Um, mm. Truthfully, this one caught my eye because the label is so fucking great. Yeah, I love it. And um, this is the style of all of their beers look like this. They they always have the same design and illustration style. And I think from a design standpoint, there aren't many beer brands that do better than McKellar. Just not just not just the cans and bottles, but mm. everything about the brand. Their logo, I think, is awesome. Um, I went to a one of their I went to their bar in San Francisco, and the design of the bar was absolutely beautiful. Uh, everything about this brand, they just get right, I think. And the beer is always like really complex and really interesting. So this is a pilsner, though. So it's actually like a pretty relaxed beer, but it's tasty. Yeah, I think it's really good. It's not <clears throat> cheap. It's not cheap. It's twelve bucks for four of them, but so. There's a there's a place up by me. It sells like craft beer and stuff like that. Uh, they always seem to get everything that's hard to find. Um, so sometimes I'll stop in there on the way home. Is that a second band that just started practice? I don't know. I don't know. But I'll stop in there on the way home, and they get like a lot of the the rare shit and the shit that comes out. You know, they get it before everybody else. <clears throat> so we've been on this sour beer kick, and between platform and urban artifact and. A, f- a fucking fuck ton of other brands they always have a new sour like every week i stop by get one or two uh stopped in the other day grabbed a four pack so i haven't seen many four packs that were 12 ounce cans hmm. that's is that like a newer thing no usually that means that beer packs a wallop it this one does not so i was super surprised when i picked up a four pack interesting of small beers uh and they're sour beers because i don't think there is a sour beer out there that's more than like five percent like they're just uh, they're traditionally lighter beers may, uh, maybe not just alcohol content but i mean like packs of punch of flavor or is hard to get or yeah. etc well long story <laughs> short that four pack of uh 12 beers was like 12 or 13 dollars and then i grabbed two singles because what they'll do is they'll sell singles and there was two random singles from urban artifact that i've been wanting to try they didn't have a full four or six pack whatever it comes in those were four and a half dollars a piece so when I got up there and paid, I paid twenty one or twenty two dollars for six fucking beers, and it was kind of weird. I felt I felt stupid after doing it, you know. And and I do, I I do feel that way sometimes. But at the same time, it's like, what's the difference? This is it's four tall boys for twelve dollars. Well, if that's I got what, these same four tall boys at the bar, 
It would be sixteen to no, twenty dollars. I, I agree, but what I'm saying is, I got six small beers for twenty two dollars. <laughs> pretty brutal. Yeah, that was that was like. <laughs> I text uh, I text a buddy of mine who I work with, and he all, he live in the uh, same area, mm-hmm. so we always talk about that place and go there. I said, hey man, uh, when you bought Urban Artifact Centerpiece, was it a four pack? He's like, yeah. I'm like, four like shorties. Yeah. Okay. And then I told him the story, and he was like, damn, like. That's expensive. I said, yeah, this is why I go to Kroger and buy my beer at Kroger. What if they also started doing like those little kings? Like eight but, ounce? But like really fancy. Uh, some, okay. Like uh, some fucking 15 percenters? Yeah. Something yeah, like that. Something like that. Um, so you were a few minutes late today picking up the beer, right? <laughs> yeah. Did so, some, you already told me the story, but I want you to tell the story again. Yeah. We had uh, some funny shit just happened. So I went to buy this beer and I pull up. Uh, to Saver Pint, where I always go. Uh, the lady at the register on Sunday afternoons is like, I think, starting to expect me on Sunday afternoons. <laughs> um, but That's uh, weird because I'm not even starting to expect you on Sunday afternoons. Oh, <laughs> that was good. Um, but is that your coffee up there that's just going to like sit all day? Uh, I'm going to get up and get that at some point. Right. Um, anyway, so I pull up and there's a car that's backed in in the spot to the right of me as I pull up. So, like, I'm staring right at the driver and the passenger. And uh, and the car's full of just, like, 35 to 42-year-old white women, okay? Typical Clintonville crowd, you know, just look like hip, older millennials, early Gen Xers, and, uh, or younger Gen Xers. Anyway, as I pull up, and they're all, like, laughing, and as I pull up, the lady in the passenger seat is, like, just about to spark up a bowl, <laughs> And she looks at me like a deer in the headlights, like, oh, shit, I just got caught. And I just get, I put it in park, and I just gave two big thumbs up and a big cheeser style, like, yeah. And they all laugh. And I get out to go in and get the beer. And as I walk past the car, the window rolls down, and she sticks it out with the lighter in her hands. And I'm like, ah, oh, no, no, I'm good. I'm like, good. A, like and, a peace offering. And they are just dying of laughter. So, And, it, and then I found out it was a baby shower, which made it so much funnier. The pregnant woman was not in the car. She was in the next car. But... The whole shit was that was funny. Yeah, that's that's the type of shit I miss about just living in this area. Um, I think as of lately, I have been missing living inside the city or just inside 270. I've been missing it a lot more. I and I, you know, on my drive home, it's very peaceful. You know, we've talked about it on the podcast before. I'm kind of far out there. I've been going to parks a shit ton this past like week. I take my daughter like every day. I took both kids today. I love that aspect of it, but I'm really, really starting to miss living inside the city. We've actually been looking at some houses uh, kind of near you. Sweet. So we can <laughs> got to get on it though because they fucking they none of them fast. are on the on the market for more than like three, four days. It's crazy. Yeah, for me though, like I don't know. My wife's talking about like downsizing the house, and I'm just kind of like, nah. I've grown used to having the space. Mm-hmm. Can't. Yeah, it's weird. I. I I often think about selling mine, but it's just because I know we can make a shit ton more money, but yeah. then I got to find another one, and I don't really want to do that. <laughs> I really like our space. I just need to keep it going. Yeah, but I get bored. Yeah, sure. I, I'm I'm guessing, like, that whole five, six years in, I'm going to be like, fucking let's, let's do some You know, else. it's funny, too, because, like, the previous owners of our house, like, it was one family that owned it. They built it in 58. No shit. And one of the kids still lived there when we bought it. And, like, the dad was dead and the mom was down in Florida in a nursing home or something like that. Mm. And one of the – there were two sons. One of them uh, 
they both owned the house together, but one of them lived there. And I guess he was like the black sheep fuck up kid. So the house wasn't in the greatest shape when we got it, but like, yeah, it, and it, but I, we weren't, it wasn't a closing where we were at the table together. It was a, you know, not, it was two different closing appointments. Mm. And, uh, but I heard, I heard that my realtor told me at his closing, like he, the brothers got really emotional about it because it was like their family home since mm. they were born. It's crazy. Yeah, that is so, but I, and I kind of like that. I mean, I like our neighborhood, and I really like the space, and it's like the perfect size for us. And I have big ideas for things I want to do with the house and the outside of the house and stuff like that. So, I'm happy with staying there. I want to be the fucking king of Cranbrook. <laughs> you know, fuck you, Jordan Holland. Yeah. That Speaking was, of, he's like he's like the hot milkman. Yeah, that's true. Speaking of uh, Jordan Holland, I did a. <laughs> I did an impression of him on stage the other night and the my band collected uh, vocally or vocally. okay my my band <laughs> like that like that thing <laughs> uh the dude from uh James from uh Reflex Machine was doing sound we played a show on Friday night at Space Bar Reflex Machine's a local like two piece sludgy noisy uh loud band and uh but he knows like what we're going for cuz he's a fan of our band and we've played together before and so we're sound checking and I'm, I'm, he's checking my vocals and he goes, do you want reverb on your vocals? I was like, yes, I do. And then he like turns it on and starts reverbing, reverberating. And I was like, can I have a moderate amount of reverb, not we demon levels of reverb? <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> and my band collectively rolled their eyes so far back in their head when I did that <laughs> shit. So funny. No, nothing but love and respect for Jordan Holland. It's just fun. It's yeah. just fun. So, and I knew if he if he would have been there, he would have laughed. So and you so just did a really you, funny impression of him too. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, yeah. It's because uh, I remember when he used to be like in uh, like death core bands. You know what I mean? Like, the, still, I mean, he's still in domestic terror. I mean, he's still going. Uh, 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 in yeah, one of his bands. it's not that. Like, wasn't wasn't he in, he was in like dead dead will rise? rise. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So like, compare compare the vocals nowadays to the vocals then. It's just different, right? So we always joke with him about that. Um, <clears throat> when you got here, I was already here. I was pretty fucking set up. Obviously, I didn't plug the mics in, but I was pretty fucking set up. And that's because I left the house a little early. I wanted to go get some new shoes. Uh, didn't cool, cool new shoes. No, did not get new shoes. That's the that's the the story of this. And I think uh, honestly, like I'm, I feel like I'm becoming that old dude that found something he really likes, and then for life, I just want that. And like, I feel it. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I talk so much shit about my mom. Like, you don't understand. Taking my mom to find a new purse is an all day process. You would think, like, you know what you like, man. You would think that, like, a purse is just not that big of a thing, right? It's not like she's buying a designer purse, anything like that. She wants to go to, you know, Target, Walmart, things like that. I am not kidding. She will – there is something wrong with every purse that's picked up, every one. She's like, mm, it's too big. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the exact same size what you're carrying. Mm, it's got an extra pocket right here. That feels like a bonus. That feels like a good thing. So I I hated taking her to buy a new purse. Well, I've now become that. Did you order with, some Janoskis? I looked. <laughs> So, yeah, so let me tell you, there's no shoe more comfortable than the fucking Janowski's. There I agree. I had a pair. I, I have two, and there is nothing more comfortable. I busted a hole in the toe. That's, I had that, that's I what's had, going on. Look at this. I, I, that was the pair I had right there with that like that, that nylon dark camo pattern on Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, love these. I want these same fucking shoes because I keep trying on shoes and I'm like... They're kind of hard to find now because you put are. out a new version that's ugly. Yeah, I know. The new version is like that. The, it, the, the new version of that shoe looks like the fucking knockoff Walmart version of yeah. that. Yeah. So I, I went to the mall the other day and I was like, oh, no big deal. I'll just go to the mall, pick up some Janowskis. Like, I'm sure they got a pair of black ones with a white sole. That's all I give a fuck. It can have any pattern it wants as long as they're black up here and white sole. <laughs> I just want my, my everyday shoe, right? I got... 30 pair of shoes at home like i got fucking jordans i got air max i got everything i just want my everyday shoe mm-hmm. uh, i go to the mall i go in the first store i walk through i'm like ah fuck man not a single pair of janowskis you know what let me run up to fucking pack sun they've got to have them there right it is nope. nope not a fucking you know i think they did i think they had like the low like uh almost like the nike sbs they had those in a janowski and i'm like god damn it's hard to find so i walk out and i'm googling on the way out I'm like, shit, these are really hard to find now. I feel like these went out of style. I don't give a fuck. I still want them. You got to find them somewhere and then buy four pairs. That's what I'm going to do. That's some old guy shit. That is some old guy shit, but I'm going to do it. These motherfuckers are hit. The next logical step from that point is like being one of those guys that's got like one of those guys that's got two of the same car. Have you ever seen those old guys? They have like two Cadillacs that are the exact same. No. I I remember seeing that a lot when I was a kid. Dude, speaking of Cadillac, so did you, did you park out front or out back? I parked out front. Okay. So when you're coming down the side, did you see that Cadillac park back there? Mm-mm. Looks hella sketchy to me. Like, they, it, it's... Okay, so you got the side of the building, and you got that little hill that takes you up to the railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. It's up by the railroad tracks. Was anybody in it? I don't know. I didn't go look at it. But it's got no tags, no anything. It's like black Cadillac, blacked out windows. I feel like maybe that's a stolen car dump. Let's take it. That, where? I don't know. Shave the VIN down, and I don't. Know. What do you do with that? Sort of thing? I'm acting like I know oh how to fucking God. steal a car. No. Um. So I think the most common thing people do, <laughs> <laughs> because because uh, I've heard stories, right? <laughs> so, I like how he just made up in my head like how I used to. I just feel like it involves like shaving something. Uh, it could. I know you you pry up the VIN. Man, thing. fuck that VIN. The the better thing to do, and this is I, again, it's hearsay, right? What you do is you go buy, like, you go buy a car. <laughs> you go buy a, let's say you buy a Cadillac, right? It's in, like, shitty condition. You get it really fucking cheap. And then you steal one that's the same, and you put all the good shit on that one. And then you have, like, a good, clean Cadillac. Mm. I don't know if that's the truth. I don't know if that's still, like, legit so nowadays. Stripped and dumped the shell. That's what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, you sure grind the grind the VIN. So if you're dumping it and get caught, like nobody, yeah. this, you haven't you, you haven't ground a VIN before. Like I didn't smoke weed with those ladies outside of the bar. Oh, what? I don't know. What you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> no, I ain't ground a fucking VIN. Oh, when uh, when I used to ride dirt bikes all the time when I was younger with my brother, um, we used to go to this trail. It was somewhere off of 270. That's all I remember because everybody called it. Let's go ride at 270. It was somewhere out east. Uh, but multiple times that we'd shown up there, there's like this big fucking area, this body of water. I don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, multiple times we'd show up and there'd be like cars, you know, 12 feet out. You can still see them. S- somebody took them down there and caught them on fire and dumped them there. Crazy. It, it must have been like a common spot to dump cars. So a few years ago, um, my best friends, this couple, they were, uh, they lived in Marion Village on Southwood and, uh, they had a one of their cars was a red uh, Acura Integra, 
like the what the shit that we loved in high school. Yeah, like a red hatchback, like a '98 red hatchback Integra manual thing was fucking sweet. Okay, and that's uh, furious style. They woke up one morning and it was gone. And uh, the thing was, she had been working on a scrapbook for it was she was turning twenty five that year, and she'd like it was just like a fun project she did that was like basically like the first quarter of my life like the first or the my life mm. so far and she it's like this thick ass she had been working on it for like a year had all of these priceless pictures in it ticket stubs it, you know the real this was a real deal a lot of work <laughs> and a lot of memories it was in the back seat mm. and she was like devastated okay and they put out a police report and the and the cops were like you know yeah uh, we do our thing but truthfully we don't recover a lot of these <laughs> for yeah. the most part and they found it in Cleveland, like ten days later, two weeks later, something like that. Wow! They found it, the car in Cleveland, stripped to the bone. No motor, no seats, no nothing. It was sheet metal, and the fucking scrapbook was still there in the back seat that had no seats, just on the sheet metal. That's that's actually kind of like considerate. Yeah, like the guys were like, "Oh, somebody's gonna be looking. Somebody's for this. gonna find this car. Let's." Fucking no, oh man. Let's give them their scrapbook. Anyway, back. that's like the best case scenario, other than getting their car back. But did, uh, <laughs> did I tell you that Amy's car got stolen once? No. Yeah. So when we lived uh, over in Westgate, she got up in the morning and came out to go for a run. It's probably like five thirty or something. And I'm upstairs. I'm awake because you know she's up hustle and bustle, whatever. And then all of a sudden she goes, Jeff. I'm like, whoa, shit! Like that was a serious scream. She's like, come down here. I come running down. She's like, my car is gone. And there are, my car is in the driveway in the back of the, like when I say the back, I mean closest to the street. And there are tire tracks through our front lawn. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like she had, a, yeah, dude, they fucking took that bitch and left. So, uh, I start, I'm like, what the fuck? How'd they steal your car? Like, damn, they still, let me go look at my car. I look. I don't know if I left my car unlocked or not. I'm assuming I did, right? Because there's no busted windows, but all kinds of shit from my car was stolen. Uh, I lost, like, two nicer watches. Like, uh, I don't know what I had. A Kenneth Cole, like, kind of businessy watch and one other one. Maybe a Michael Kors. Um, and then a smartwatch as well. I had the Samsung Galaxy Gear 2. Fucking back when Bummer. it first came out. Stole both of those. But what I was most bummed about is they stole my skateboard. I had a full skateboard in the trunk. They stole that, too. Um, so what happened was they got in my car, went through my bag, found a key fob and car key for her car, pushed the button, realized it was for the car in front of mine, was like, oh, shit, I'm stealing this car, drove it through our lawn and left. So she's freaking out. I'm kind of like at this point, I'm like, you know, being the optimist, I'm like, yeah, but you wanted a new car anyway. Like, <laughs> fuck that car. You know, I'm trying to like calm her down. Fuck that car. Just get a new one. Go, let's just start looking right now. Like, what do you want to get? Um. Anyway, by the time the cops got there, the grass was back up, which means they literally just rode that bitch through our grass. Like, she might have come out and caught them if she was 10 minutes earlier. Jesus. Um. Anyway, so she finds like, you know, she's like, oh, I want to get an SUV. This is what I want. Dude, they call. They found that bitch like two hours later. It was a mile and a half from our house. They just dumped it, went through everything in the car. She had some bags of clothes in the trunk, tore them open. But at that point, she's like, I don't want this car. The, you know what I'm saying? The cops had scared her. The cops were like, oh, they do uh, really gross shit in the car. And, like, they bring hookers in the car and all that shit. So Amy's like, hey, man, fuck this car. Like, 
Fuck the hooker car. you had already told her, fuck that car. And I had already pumped her up on getting a new car. So we actually went that day. We went and picked it up. Took it to the car lot. Traded it in. Got our SUV. This is like Saturday morning that we do this. Uh, Monday they call and go, I have a question for you. Uh, Was that car stolen? And we were like, oh yeah, it got stolen on, you know, Saturday. But, uh... Oh, shit. Yeah, they go. The dealership called you. Yes. Fuck. Because we just traded it in. And they were like, yeah, you didn't tell us that. And I'm like, you didn't ask. Like, they're like, well, it didn't come up on the Carfax. I'm like, well, it just happened that same day. We traded it in the same day. And they were kind of fucking pissed because they gave us all kinds of extra money towards, like, this new thing to close the deal. And uh, they're like, yeah, now that it's registered as a stolen car and a recovered car, like, that's pretty much tanks the value. Like, people don't want to buy this. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. We're not bringing the other one back. <laughs> deal's already so, done. Yeah, Contract signed. Sorry, done. guys. They gave us all kinds of It was of a registered car that you had insurance on that was... Everything was fine. It just happened to get rifled through. Somebody's been going through cars in our neighborhood. Neighbor down the street got his wallet stolen out of his car. My first question was, why is your fucking wallet in your car? But whatever. Uh, Victim blaming. You went You went right for it, dude. Yeah. You fucking... You chappelled that shit. Oh... You Chappelle it. You know what's better than that new Chappelle stand-up? What? The new Bill Burr stand-up. I saw it, but or I saw it on uh, Netflix, right? Yeah, it came and, out this week. Yeah, I haven't, my God. Uh, haven't watched it. My God. We were just dying. Dying. So fucking funny. There, uh, do you guys... You don't have a ring doorbell, do you? No. No? I have okay. a Nest Cam. I'm sure... Is there some kind of like uh, Nest community thing where like people post things like oh there's been a string of break-ins here and shit like that oh, or like uh, this suspicious person came to my door Nah, i now don't that, i don't really get involved in that stuff if it exists so there there is one for for ring right there's a neighborhood up by mine and uh my coworker was talking about like oh there's been there's been a rash of uh cars going getting rifled through and i was like you mean like broke into? He was like, well, everybody's leaving their car doors unlocked. I'm like, damn, you can't even you can't even say there was a string of break-ins. Like there was a string of rifle throughs because everyone's leaving their car unlocked. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck that shit. I locked my car. Yeah, I locked my car too. I mean, in my Jeep, the uh, top's always off. So Yeah, and you, somebody already and, stole your car stereo. And anyway. I so I just don't keep anything in there that's of value. Like it's a it's so funny that like this, my shit does it in the garage at work, in my driveway. It's probably been my Jeep's probably been rifled through ten times, and I always just find the same shit. Like they take it all out, and then like, no, I don't want this Maranatha CD. You know, I mean, it's just like, it's just like the same shit. It's like a used chapstick tube and a registration and the Maranatha. Do you, you just put the chapstick back and use it again later? <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm just saying it was probably something. Uh, one day I was driving and I was like, where am I going to throw this away? And I just put it in the console. You know, it's like an idiot. Yeah. But um, uh, I always wonder about that. Like when people like go through your car and they rifle through your shit. Like how many people get in and they go, you know, I'm just going to, I would, I would throw like the chapstick and shit like that out. I'm like, I'm not taking a chance. Like somebody could be fucking putting their bum lips all over this shit. Oh yeah. They're oh, fucking, no, yeah. They're, I'm not going to just put it back and use it. <laughs> Ew, gross. That's what I mean. That's oh. what I was asking. I need a, my chap taint. That's uh, what I, yeah. It's a fucking, my speed stick. Um, <laughs> speaking now, of communities though, I got to just say something that made me feel really good today. So, you know, we have, we're part of the, the neighborhood Facebook page, Facebook wall. Yeah. Sometimes it really drives me crazy. Sometimes like some old guy says some racist shit, like there's black people walking around, watch out. It's like, Hey, fuck off, man. So sometimes some old people will say some stupid shit. Sometimes, you know, it's useful. Like, Hey, there's a 
skunk in my backyard and I find out this guy's like a hundred feet from my house. It's like, okay, time to bring the dogs in, you know, like it's useful in that way. And, uh, but, and then and sometimes people use it. It's like, we're a little too much of a community. It's like, no, I don't really care about what's going on in your life right now, guys. Um, but, uh, um, today somebody posted a picture of the front of my house and said, pardon me if this is too forward, but I just got to tell you guys, I am in love with this railing in front of this house. Oh, and shit. if the person who made it is on this board or on this group, can you tell me how long it takes you and how much and if you're willing to do it for me too? So are you going to do it? I haven't responded yet. Sierra got on there and was like, it was my husband. Blah, 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 blah. You know, and like, yeah. so she's roped me into it. But I mean, I bet I could charge 1500 bucks, uh, maybe a thousand bucks for that. So really, I don't know. Maybe. Hey, man, that's a uh, that's a lot of beer money. Uh yeah, that was, now you're gonna was, have to you're gonna have to LLC that fucking beer money thing. Maybe that, maybe feel pretty good about it though because it it's not even for one it's not done yet. I yeah. still have to finish one row and I still need to stain it. I need to put the numbers on the front of my house is ugly as fuck because we need to paint it. But like, and my yard looks like shit. But she said I'm in love with this, and I was like, that's tight. Um, <clears throat> we did some okay. First of all. My yard is fucking garbage. Like this is – we're talking about some old man shit right now. My yard is garbage. But it's, Well, it's been dry for two weeks now. so It doesn't matter. Like I finally mowed mine and all I did was mow the weeds down. It, it actually looks quite fucking nice compared yeah, to how it, same thing. how it used to look. Um, but then we get like – this one guy comes every year and does like a group rate and will like aerate, overseed, and fertilize your lawn. Mm. He'll do it I think in the spring and the fall. So we actually paid for all three this time and – if you ever had your yard aerated before, it basically like, you know, it, it pops little, you know, Holes. like one inch tubes of dirt out of your yeah for right? oxygen to get into the exactly. Soil. So Hayden takes a dog out. And he's like, dude, there is so much goose poop out there because <laughs> <laughs> they do look yeah, like goose. Yeah, turds. it does. It, so he came in and he was like, I can't even avoid it. Like he was, he was That's freaking hilarious. out. Yeah, it was really good. I like how you can get those aerating cleats, like for when you're like mowing the lawn. That's that. like a bunch of nails sticking out of, oh, out of a cleat. Oh, you know what? I was I was bitching to Amy about that. I'm like, dude, the old school way was you put these fucking shoes on and they got little cleats on the bottom. And I never thought about. Do it while you mow the lawn. Yeah, dude. That's not a bad plan. No, man. What the fuck? Free aeration. I gotta be honest. I feel really fucking dumb right now. <laughs> because I was like, who the fuck wants to go out there and walk their whole lawn? Hey, you know, but this guy fucking did it for you. and Oh, he had a big yeah. fucking machine. He was done yeah, in seven it's minutes. Yeah, it's fine. I want to go back really quick to the... Because we kind of skimmed over it and you, you found the thing that you like. So you need to get another pair. Yeah. Uh, are there any other things like in your life? Like articles of clothing or objects or <laughs> things where it's like, I found my thing. Yeah. And I'm always going to do it now. You see, you know, you have some uh, like khaki shorts on right now. Mm -hmm. I have a pair of khaki shorts that I actually bought an extra like two or three pair. Nice. Because I was like, let me tell you, if I ever lost these, got them stained, fucked them up, I'd be very sad to not have these. I have, they're just sitting up there. I have two pair I have not worn. Like I always, I would say every six months or so, I buy a new pair of Vans Authentics. And I have done so for twelve to fifteen years, like every, like literally every six Are months. Just I like the black ones with the white sole. Yeah, I know the size. I know you know everything. I just get them. I just order them and forty bucks, and I got a new pair for six months. And then like, what are you uh, gonna do when? What are you gonna do when Vans like skyrockets in price the way Champion did? Yeah, well, Champion's owned by Haynes. I think that's why. Did you know that? 
I did not know that. My father-in-law and his wife both work for Haynes, and... Yeah, but the fucking comeback was crucial. Um, Anyway, go on. I won't ever... I don't think I'll ever buy another pair of jeans that aren't Levi's 512s. I feel like they fit me perfectly. You know, shit like that. It's like, like, you know, even these, even these Jordan ones that I got, you know, I got these, I was texting you about it. I got these because I just wanted a pair of dunks because fucking 15 years ago I had a pair of dunks and I loved them. I still have a couple pairs. So then I get these Jordan ones because now dunks only exist as SB, like the fucking fat DC shoes, like, like the DC pillow shoes. And, uh, so I get these Jordans and then last week I was at a show at the basement and there was like some, I can't remember the person's name, some white people music festival person that was performing at Promo West. So it was a bunch of kid, tr- kids who were tripping walking in. <laughs> and anyway, it was a bunch of Gen Z and millennial, young millennials and, and sitting there outside the show waiting for it to start watching these people funnel in. It was like fascinating people watching of like the current state of American fashion. Yeah. Anyway. Like every third guy's got Jordan ones on. I'm like, really? Yeah, I was ahead of that game. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, I still have some dunks. I was a big, I was a big fan of dunks. That's all I wore during. You remember the explosion of like bright colors in pop punk? Yeah, because in the hardcore scene, it was like a, at the same time pop punk was doing bright colors. Hardcore, the the tough guy hardcore scene, like Bernie's, like the shows I was hanging yeah. out at. They were doing like the hip hop all over print bape shit that wasn't bright, but it was still kind of bright. Okay. It was around the same time. It was a lot of all over print camo, all over print colorful prints, bright orange insides of jackets, you know, stuff like oh, that shit. Yeah. Really bright flat brim hats. Yeah, I. Then and dunks. I did both, but I I had a shit ton of dunks. I had all the bright ones, and if I couldn't find a pair that were bright enough, I would go buy size um like 11 and a half in women's hmm. and it was the fucking i mean it's the same exact shoe yeah. they just sized them differently like yeah i wanted to get another pair because i remember having a pair of dunks that they're comfortable they're cool and they're they they're so durable the leather and the it's so like they last forever do you remember uh vandals they were kind of like dunks but then they had a strap at the top too oh yeah 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 i fucked with those i had a pair of I don't know what I did with them. I probably sold them to Ragnarama or some shit when I felt like I was over them and I wish I still had them. But I have a pair of black and white with red trim, like red is the pop color, uh, Air Force Ones. Oh, wait, yeah. Where Highs it says with air high. in the bottom of the sole, like at the bottom, like down here where the air bubble would be, it says air, right? You yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and, and it's got the strap and everything. Yeah. Those were cool. Fuck yeah. My dunks were, uh, Cleveland Cavs colored, like it was black and black and maroon with a gold trim. I think the swoosh was gold. You want to come? We'll compare shoe collections if you want. I don't got shoe collections. Those are gone. I don't know. I, that's the thing. As I like, get rid of shoes, I, like an idiot. I also am not one of those. Like I can't. Like I actually wiped these down today, and I don't ever do that with shoes. Like I didn't like clean them, but I like wiped them down because yeah. I wore them out in Whetstone Park Field yesterday. So they're all dusty. Okay, so I have two things. <laughs> you just looked at me like that was the lamest shit I ever said. I have said. two things. One, I wiped these down today, and they're still fucking trashed. I told you I've been going to parks a fuck ton. There's a there's a park, like, it's right by me. It's called Shale Hollow Park. Yeah, you know, when you posted that picture earlier of Hayden, I uh, I looked it up, like, looked in your 
location tag and looked up and I was like, oh, that looks like a cool place. It's a it's a cool little place. They got like a a couple little trails you can walk to the top and <laughs> right in the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, man, sucking on Just sucking on that foam dick. A dick. Sucking on that foam dick. Oh, see, person porch. There is a person on your porch. What nope, do you got? It's a squirrel. Jesus Christ. Nest All right. aware is not very smart. So thanks so, Google. Every every week, I feel like I have some either realization <laughs> or thing. And did you look up uh, how cemeteries make money after the last episode? I didn't, uh, but we were quickly corrected by two people. Who who's the second? Brian. Well, there was Brian, but who was the other? Kyle was the first. Damn, you're right. Did did Kyle or Kyle text you too? Uh, no, I think he commented on something or he messaged us on Facebook. See. So if he's got admin privileges, he messaged himself. That's true. Uh, he actually said that he's okay to come on the episode like next week because we're going to pot on Tuesday, right? Yes. Yeah, because you're uh, going out of town going yet to again. Virginia Beach, dog. Dude, you go on more fucking vacations than anyone I know. If there's, it, it's. I feel like we've got – it was really hard for a really long time with the kids. Yeah. But now they're at an age where it's easy. And it's, so it's like, like – Quite it's like, literally like the past like three months, it's been like every two mo- every two weeks you've gone somewhere. I feel like that's an exaggeration. But nah. but awesome. but we do – because that's the thing is we don't like do these like big planned things. Like we don't take like a week and a half and go no, down you guys just to go, Florida. Uh, we just somewhere go quick, a couple states Friday over. Friday to Monday yeah. just, and just get out of town. It's easy because we're just paying for gas and food and we just, you know, get our, get our clothes together and then tell the kids like, okay guys, it's not just like, it's like before, you know, you pack a stroller and a bumbo seat and a, and a feeding ring, whatever those things are called. And, uh, boppy, boppy. And, uh, <laughs> I remember and a Sierra used to like, like sew covers for him and stuff. Oh, anyway, shit. uh, you know, and. And, you know, all the toys and, like, the jungle gym for the kids. You know, it's, uh, it's like a thing. It's a big ordeal. Now it's just like, okay, guys, you have a backpack, you have a backpack, you have a backpack. Fill it with a, whatever shit you're bringing. Make sure you grab chargers, whatever you want to bring, a book, toys, iPads. I don't give a shit. Fill your backpack. That's on you. If you forget something, too fucking bad. You so know what I mean? You, so you don't audit them. You just say, do this shit, we're out. Yeah. We pack their clothes. They don't have to worry about clothes. We don't go any- – we didn't take Eloise anywhere. We, fuck, like – it just felt like too much of a hassle. You know how you said, like, oh, pack a stroller, pack a bubba. Fuck that. We just stayed at home. <laughs> like, fuck that. We didn't even go to family's house most of the time. You guys should go camping with us sometime. That's a good intro. See, that's another thing is because we're... Define camping. That's another thing. Like, do you know who I am? No, I know. You know it took me 11 minutes to get a spider out of my house today. And my wife did it. That's some soft shit right there. Dude, I don't uh, fuck with spiders. This but, thing uh, had legs. They were so long, Colin. It was a fucking – it was the size of a pencil eraser and then it had legs <laughs> that were like – I don't know. Each of them had to be two and a half inches it's each. called a daddy long leg. This wasn't a typical daddy long leg, dude. <laughs> um, we've had a lot in my house recently, daddy long legs, and I keep like picking them up because they're daddy long legs. You grab one leg and it's not a fucking big deal. And I was I, trying and I just to walk around my ho- I just walk around my house going, hey, kids, open your mouth. And like they scream and it's like they're all so scared of these fucking spiders. That's me, dog. Like are harmless. It doesn't matter. They're fucking terrifying. It's like people that have a fear of clowns or something. I don't get that. Dude, I don't know what it is about spiders. And when I was younger, we had a fucking tarantula. Okay, so going back to camping, and and I do honestly believe this is one reason why it is so easy for us to do weekend out-of-town trips is because about 
six or seven years ago, no, eight, nine, ten years ago, we started camping really frequently, frequent like so frequently to the point that people were like like parents and stuff like for Christmas and birthdays and stuff were like buying us camping gear like canopies and camp ovens and you know whatever whatever the fuck gift cards to REI or whatever yeah, it's called yeah yeah and uh so we've actually amassed we have a we have a uh, tent that's a Coleman tent that you could fit three queen size air mattresses in side Jesus. by side and it has an actual it has a closet with like a drape in front of it you can put up a divider in between to make it into two rooms it's and it's got you put like poles in the door so it's got a hard door that opens or, or like a structured door that opens and um our camping is somewhere between glamping and camping because we don't go wilderness camping we find a campground either a state park like lake hope down in hocking hills or uh john bryan uh out in springfield and uh we or Happy Hills, it's a family campground down in Hocking Hills area um, that, you know, it's got a bathhouse with showers and a bunch of toilets and nothing is too far from it. And like uh, uh, Halloween weekends, they do like trick or treating through the campground because it's also a place where like people bring their RVs and shit too. Mm. But we always have like we have a spot that's like that we always get that's like the spot we love because it's kind of by, off on its own and the owner of the place like we know him through family friends and uh so he's really cool with us so he'll give us free firewood and stuff sometimes stuff like that but uh no i mean we plan meals really good and we cook over the fire or cook over a, a grill and so but you don't have any vegetarians in your family you grill veggie dogs or some shit yeah you can make veggie food over a fire. I just feel like, dude, I'm just, I'm not made to camp. Like, I don't. It's fine. No, you know, honestly. I, I'm made to go out and be around fire and, okay, and so, fucking drink beer and shit like that. How about this? How about this? We'll meet in the middle. Next time we go camping, which might be in October. Okay. Uh, we're trying to get a camping trip together. Next time we go camping, cause we don't ever camp further than like an hour and a half away. You know, mm-hmm. like when we go to John Bryan in in uh, in uh, Springfield, it's like forty five minutes. And uh, next time we camp, you can come down and hang out on Saturday. You don't have to stay. You can come <laughs> in the morning. You can leave at night and just hang out at the campsite like we do. Just hang out, what, drink what, beers, make food. What do food. you do? You just hang out, drink and beers, drink? make make food. A lot of these campgrounds have like a playground. Um, you know, sometimes we like we'll just like walk through the woods and shit. Uh, but it's mostly about just relaxing and being away. But we have a fire going all day, and we're just sitting around a, a campfire playing cards, playing games. Kids are coloring pictures. We still bring devices and stuff, and we, you know, my my pilot's got a plug in it, so we turn it on every couple hours, let them charge some shit up. So uh, speaking speaking of campfires, Colin. Oh yeah. Uh, we had a fire last night. Did you guys have a fire last night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. I took a boomerang of my fire, Colin, and then I saw you take a boomerang of your fire. You you boomerang copied me. Truthfully, I did not see yours until you sent that to me today because I was fairly disconnected last night. I was one hour ahead of you in boomeranging my fire. When I say disconnected, I mean uh, I was pretty drunk and also <laughs> my phone was – I was trying to not have it in my hand because I just had a really fucking terrible long week. Yeah. Well, you had a show this week, didn't you? I had a, everything. Everything that could exist existed this week. And, you know, when I said I felt like I got my ass kicked, it was wild. This week was wild. We didn't even really do a catch-up. Um, we did not. And uh, But, you know, I last week I was Sunday night. I was stressed about the week. 
I had a lot going on. I had a two and a half day client workshop at work. So that's two and a half days of my week of doing work that disappear, you know, because I'm in a workshop. And, uh, you know, so that's half my week right there. I had a lot of other client demands. So work, it's work itself was crazy. On top of that, you know, it's soccer again. So both kids had, both kids had, uh, fucking soccer practice this week on different days or two of the three kids had soccer practice this week on different days. One night I had a client, the same client I had to take out for, we had to take out dinner, which is Lindy's, which was sweet, but, uh, went out to dinner that day. I got to work at seven 30, left at five, went to dinner, got home at eight 30 or nine, took an uh, hour and a half break and then worked from 10 30 to two, you know, that kind of, it was that kind of week. Did the podcast on Tuesday, uh, had to fit a practice in because we had a show on Friday. I, I mean, it was just Thursday night to Friday morning. That was the first night I got more than four hours of sleep all week. And, and then Friday night after our show and I got fucking, it's been a long time since I drank so many tall boy PBRs and a night. Jesus so Christ. Many, okay. I went out for your birthday. Yeah. Was it like that? Oh, uh, no. Ah, no. <laughs> Jesus. No, I was not. I try not to get that fucked up on show nights. Yeah. Uh, but, um, I was, it was, I got a lot of sleep though that night. I got home at two and probably slept until 10 because the kids had an over, we, they were at my mother-in-law's house overnight and, uh, got up and, Man, I was sitting around the fire last night and I was just like, I just, I literally feel like I got beat up, like my body. Like I've, I've gotten good sleep the last couple of days, but like I just feel like my whole week of being, of exhausting every aspect of my life from mentally, emotionally, physically, everything creatively. And yesterday I was just like fucking done. So yeah. I did make the best mashed sweet potatoes of my fucking life last night though. Do you generally so. like sweet potatoes? I think I th- we talked about this before. Sweet potatoes in general. I don't really like classic sweet potatoes, like where you chop them up and roast them and put fucking marshmallows or whatever the fuck what on the top. Fuck? That's no. not my thing. Uh, like the the classic uh, southern sweet potato pie. That's not my thing. It's probably called sweet potato casserole, something like, something that. like that. But I do like roasted <laughs> sweet potatoes, like cut up, and I do like mashed sweet potatoes. And last night I made it better than i ever have what do you what the fuck do you put in them to make like they're okay. already sweet aren't they like colin's recipe time for sweet mashed potatoes this is good i'm gonna do this you take i let they were small yams so i used five of them last night i was just cooking for a lot of people too because we had some friends over is a yam the same thing yeah, as a potato it's a sweet potato okay and uh chop them up and you know chop them up into one inch one and a half inch cubes or cubes. whatever. Throw them in to the boiling water. Get those going like you're doing mashed potatoes. Full stick of butter. You know, once once they're done and drained. Salted or unsalted? Unsalted. I always use unsalted butter because I want to control the level of salt in my cooking. Um, but uh, full stick of butter in those bitches. Probably a cup or a cup and a half of 2% milk. What, what, what kind of milk do you guys drink? Uh, I fucking hate milk. But what kind of milk is in your okay. fridge? We have two. We have 2% and whole. Okay. We have whole because, unfortunately, uh, we're asshole parents and we're still letting our daughter have one bottle before oh. bed. Oh, that's fine. At least it's milk and she's not still breastfeeding. That's for me. I'm breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, about a, so, you know, five mashed or sweet potatoes. Four if they're normal size big ones, but these ones are kind of small. Full stick of butter. Like once the mashed potatoes are ready to be mashed, 
full stick of butter, about a cup and a half, a cup, cup and a half of milk, whatever feels good, however you like it. Uh, I would say a teaspoon of garlic powder, nah, half a teaspoon of garlic powder, teaspoon of salt, teaspoon of pepper, and then I actually bought fresh thyme and fresh rosemary and chop those up very finely and probably put of the mixture probably a tablespoon to two tablespoons in there mix that bitch up that shit was sweet and herbal and and <laughs> roasted root vegetable and creamy and buttery oh man it was so good man you're getting like so good hard off these mashed so potatoes that, no no i just gave a recipe now you guys can all do it you guys can you guys you four do sean you can make these sweet potatoes <laughs> We're still getting we're still getting okay plays. I said plays. It's not streams. It's just plays. Speaking of speaking of streams, oh, are really? you going to talk about Conway? In a minute. Oh, that's what I was going to. So speaking of streams, I'll let no, you. No, know yeah, I just got to say this. This is really funny. So Sierra posted a picture, or not posted a picture, but she sent a picture to a, uh, a group text this morning to, with with a couple of our friends of me with wet long hair, shirtless. And I'm actually, I'm going to show you the picture and you can, and I'll send it to you and you can put it on the, uh, thing. Um, she sent this with hat. It just said hashtag never forget. I don't think I realized you were in, in the cut. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that until I man, dude, until those fucking, uh, <laughs> JDR posted those pictures. Yeah. Until those pictures the other day, I was like, holy shit. I had no idea. Anyway, Sierra sent this. To a group of our friends. Holy, it's is that you? Skinny ass me with long hair and holding a snake. Shirtless, dirty, long hair in a basement. That doesn't even look like you. Do you know the context of that picture? No. So she sent that and said, hashtag never forget. So then I sent the context. And after this is over, I'll show you. It wasn't you. like some Jake the Snake like wrestling shit, was it? No. I was in. I was the actor in a throwdown music video. That my friend directed for the song Holy Roller, the one that sounded like Pantera. You know what I'm talking about? No. You're fucking in the video? I was the star of the video. Oh, my God. And I was a guy that was tied up in a basement being covered with snakes. And we had a snake guy that was a family friend of ours. Like a snake wrangler? Like a guy who, like, goes to schools with snakes. (laughs) Like, to science classes and stuff like that. And he just literally just we had this big trunk and he filled it with snakes and he kept taking them out. I'll show you the video after this. He kept taking the video, taking them out and like putting them on me and stuff like that. And I was tied up, cold, wet on the floor of this basement. Anyway, so she sent that picture. We can put a link in the in the thing. <laughs> yeah, the I, I'll totally put the link. in Song the, uh, fucking rules too, by the video. way. Anyway, uh, um. It was a real deal. It was like number one on Headbangers Ball and shit like that. And like it was shot on film, not digitally. I mean, it was a real deal shit. Anyway, uh, um, I posted, I sent a link to the YouTube video to this group text and I look 1.6 million views on that bitch. What up? You're fucking famous. <laughs> I'm potting with a famous guy. Uh, <laughs> that was all to lead up to that. That, that whole thing was to lead up to 1.6 million views, bitch. That's crazy. So, anyway, Conway, The Machine. Yeah, that's where I thought you were going to go when you started talking about a stream. A lot of good records came out on Friday. Give it, give me a breakdown of some of the ones. Conway, The Machine. Let's okay. talk about it for a sec. All right. Next one, next up in the Griselda release list it is was this Conway, The Machine, full-length 
full length. It's like what nine it's songs? Like, is it even that many? And I feel like uh, it's less than that. I, I honestly, you know, I like love Benny the Butcher. Yeah, I, I do think that Conway, Conway is the best rapper in, in Me the too. in the group. He's definitely my favorite of the Griselda yeah. uh, crew. I I'm generally on board <clears throat> with everything they do. When I say they, I mean. All three of them. Griselda. Yeah, yeah Griselda. Um, I was not vibing on that. I think it's called Black Spoons. Yeah, you told me you didn't like that song. Did you like it? You know, I I, I, I listened to the record while I was, like, driving or doing something. I, I I didn't – I wasn't listening super closely. I need to still do that. Yeah. There's a song later in the record. It's got, like, a woman singing, and I don't really like that one as much. Um, but uh, – Black Spoons, what it – it was way too slow. And then his flow – was very relaxed and slow too. I was just like, man, yeah, I'll I have to check it out. I cannot vibe to this. I did song. like though that, and you posted about it that that half of it song because it's interesting because all these Griselda guys, you just hear them over these kind of classic Alchemist, the Boom Bap, yeah, Alchemist, zombies. Mad Lib, Ninth yeah. Wonder, you know, all those guys, that vibe, and he just raps some really fucking hard verses over a mid tempo trap beat, and I loved it. Absolutely, loved it. That is. And that's more, you know, though I like the boom bap style rap and shit like that, I always love the trap rap. Yeah. Love too. it. Me too. And so to take somebody like Conway and put him over a trap beat, that is hands down my favorite song. Mm-hmm. By far. Yeah. No, that's 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 great. Uh, yeah. So that record's awesome. Conway the Machine, Look What I Became. Uh, also, do you fuck with Chelsea Wolf? Mm. No. Okay. Well, Chelsea Wolf, she's a... a gothy singer songwriter she did her first couple records were acoustic dark acoustic kind of stuff and then she did this thing that kind of had a little bit more swagger think like uh late era marilyn manson meets lana del rey you know just kind of like chill dark uh uh, uh music um and then she kind of shifted really hard for a couple records into what i would consider like the spiritual successor to nine inch nails like sexy industrial not annoying industrial but like heavy dark but pretty, you know, like Nine Inch Nails did, you know, that's like kind of, I, you know, I never got into that's fine. Nails. That's fine. And that's fine. Um, but, uh, she put out a new one and it was kind of, she felt like she needed to pull back a bit. She pulled out the electronics and it kind of goes back to an older school style of hers, which is a little prettier, uh, and a little bit, um, more stripped down. A lot of it is acoustic and stuff like that. Anyway, it's really good campfire music. We were listening to it last night around the fire. Uh, so that's great. And then I got to say it. I have listened to the new corn record three times since Friday. I think it is legitimately great. Like if you would have if you would have told Colin in 2013 14, 5, 6 years ago that oh yeah, in 2019 Slipknot and Corn would both put out like great records that feel like old school Slipknot right. and Corn records. <clears throat> I mean, this the the Corn's tendency to get into the blitz rock is there. There are silly parts where it gets really just, okay, this could be a Breaking Benjamin song. And there's some singing in the Slipknot album that I yeah, yeah. kind of do without it. You know, well. and obviously this is Korn's 13th record. Right. But um, this record, I will say, for the most part, feels that gives me the same vibe as Life is Peachy. Life is Peachy. Hold on. What is this? Ah, <laughs> um, Life is Peachy. Uh, uh, um. Uh, Follow leader. Follow leader and issues. Like it, to me, it's those three. It felt like what would have come post Life is Peachy before issues. 
or so, follow the leader. Yeah. I mean, it, the, it feels like what should have been in between like there. When like it gets when riff it, wise, yeah. When it gets really, so you've listened to it. Yeah. Well, what? I haven't listened to the whole thing. When it gets really radio-y, it does feel like Issues era, yeah. like where it's like a little bit more Blitz rocky. But uh, and for people who don't live in Columbus, Blitz is the name of our modern rock station. You know, you know what I'm talking about, saliva. <laughs> uh, but uh, drowning pool. Uh, so yeah, there were parts where I was like, yeah, this sounds like it could be a Breaking Benjamin song or something like that, or whatever, which is fine. It's just not my thing. Um, but. Man, there are, I mean, it starts with bagpipes and ends with Jonathan Davis crying as if to be kind of like wink, like, hey guys, remember our first record? Yeah. And, uh. What's that song called? Daddy? Yeah. Something like that. And, um, but you know, it's, it, it's good. There's, there's parts I feel like, yeah, man, this is fucking, this is the corn that I fucking fell in love with. This was, the, this was them saying, hey guys, we made up this genre and we do it better than everybody still. And, you know, it does, it doesn't help. I mean, it doesn't. It does help the fact that Head is back in the band. That I think for the first record in like four records. I think that's the major. So they got rid of the. Factor. They got rid of the electric. There's a little bit of synthy stuff here and there, but the, for the most part, they got rid of the beats, the dubstep, all that bullshit that they were doing. Yeah. They got rid of the circus clown bullshit sound. You know, I feel like a lot of times it sounded like a carnival, and uh, and there's parts where it, it it is so classic stripped down corn, like two guitars, bass drums and vocals and there's a part where that they're going like there's it's like a legitimately heavy part where both guitars are doing like (laughs) but and the bass is doing the heavy part and they didn't even overdub guitars over it and to me it's like that's legit like that's like the corn yeah mine did yours did that too why i don't know why is the beer foaming like that i don't know um but anyway i think uh I spent way too long sitting around a fire with my friends last night talking, singing my praises for the new corn record. Sierra doesn't like it. She's like, this sounds like Blitz Rock. But, uh. I'll have to check it out. I haven't checked out the whole thing. I did check out the production's the whole, also really fucking good. I did check out the whole Slipknot album. And, uh, I was telling Mark, I was like, hey, man, I think you'll actually like this one. You should check it out. <laughs> and, uh, he texts me and he goes, Hey man, I'm 36 minutes into this and I think it sounds like shit. I said, Oh dude, you're almost there. The 37th minute is, <laughs> is when it really turns up. And I was just being a dick. So I get to practice. This is like, I don't know, five days later. I get to practice. He goes, I finished that album, man. I don't know what you were talking about. The 37th minute. He was like, it just sounded like shit the whole time. <laughs> like he legitimately thought I meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's yeah, hilarious he, he legitimately thought i met 37 was the actual time where it started getting good i liked it the whole time except for like maybe track there was like track like two or three it was something very early on uh where he was doing fucking some singing over electronic or some bullshit mm-hmm. there was something going on where i was like not fucking with this rest of the shit I'm i do on. think i do think the second half of the new corn record gets a little boring a little meh at points but in every song that i start initially feel that way Later in the song, they have a riff that's just fucking, ugh. <laughs> like, so. So, a little bit ago, I said, I think every, uh, every episode, I either have a sentence or a thought or a question that derails us for a bit. Mm-hmm. I was, okay. Let me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna preface this question with some, um, questions to you first. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, when you shower, do you use a rag or a loofah? It depends. I don't, I, that's the thing is I don't own a loofah for myself, but I always just like, <laughs> are you just borrowing loofahs? I just like grab one of the kids ones or something like that, but I usually use a wash rag. What? For your ass cheeks? Huh? For your like ass cheeks? For, 
Are you are you flossing your ass cheeks with your kid's loofah? No. <laughs> no. Come on. Dude. Yes. Well, okay. So what I was thinking was some people use a loofah on their ass. Some people don't. I don't like it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm an advocate for the loofah. But here's the thing. I always wash my ass last, right? Okay. Because I'm like, I don't want to rub. Sure. I don't want to rub poop particles <laughs> all over my body. But then I, I hang it up and I get back in the next time like nothing ever happened. And it got me thinking. I was like, how many people wash their ass with a loofah? <laughs> And then just get back in and use it on their fucking shoulder like nothing happened the, la- the next time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Lufas are fucking weird. Uh, Lufas are weird. That's weird. It It is weird. Lufas I don't know. are fucking weird. I mean, I always give it a couple good rinses and a couple of good ring outs before I use it. Yeah, but are you fucking ringing out the poop particles? I don't know. Are there poop particles? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't want to think about it. There's That's just what so I'm much, saying. There's so much parts of our life that, that like, if we really thought about are so fucking gross yeah. that I just don't want to think about. Think about the atrocities that exist on your steering wheel. Just think about it. Oh, because I exclusively pick my nose in the car. <laughs> But it doesn't matter if you're just picking, if you pick your nose in the car, like your hands and other people's hands have been all over your steering wheel. And for for you, your car gets rifled through once a month. So who knows what kind of fucking bum diseases it has. (laughs) And my kids treat my car like a, like a, my Jeep, like a jungle gym. So they all are sitting in there pretending like I got their goddamn whatever. (laughs) Sticky fingers. Sticky fingers, hands in their crotch, you know, whatever it is, it's all over my steering wheel. You know what I mean? It's just, you think about places like, and I do, like, I, I, I think about this often. Uh, and stuff because like my stepdad used to always like yell at us when we would go to Six Flags and we'd be in line and he's like he'd be like don't touch the handrails at Six Flags yeah and he goes he goes literally thousands tens of thousands of people are touching these handrails every day yeah I'm I'm always one of those people that goes so I always feel weird about it you know you go to those handrails at Six Flags and the wood ones are all like shiny and smooth <laughs> from people touching them all day I'm one of those people that looks at it and goes. I'd rather introduce that to my my system now. Oh yeah, I, that's the thing is I and, don't give and a shit. Build fucking antibodies. I don't give a shit. I think I do, but I just think about it because it's burning my brain. Yeah, to think about like what's no, I I, I believe. I mean, our phones are like the dirtiest yeah, things dude, possible. Like George Carlin has a bit, but the reason he doesn't get sick is because when he drops something on the ground, he picks it up and he eats it. He's like, that's why I don't get sick because I've, I've, I've used my body for what it's for, which is fighting disease. And it's actually a great bit. You should look it up. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, that's, I, I, I'm not saying that I've got a problem with it. I'm just saying if you really think about anything, I'm sitting here rubbing my hand on this. Who knows what back rooms of what venues this shit has been in. That's true. You know what I mean? And I'm like rubbing my hand all over it. And now it's just our beer table. Yeah. So, you know, it's just that sort of thing. It's it, it, this. I didn't think to like wipe this off before I drank out of it, but this was in like the back of some fucking truck. It was in somebody's hands. It was on a machine, but I cracked it open. And I put my face on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? That's what I mean. There's, there's weird shit like that everywhere. You're right. So, You're right. Yeah, it's, it's, but sometimes, sometimes things stick out to me and loofahs for whatever reason. 
Yeah, now you got me thinking about that, and that is pretty gross yeah. because it's like an abrasive surface. So, like, what kind of like skin <laughs> particles are like stuck up in the little holes and stuff like that? You know what I mean? Well, that's why you can't share loofahs. I like. I don't know why I'm drawing the line at sharing the loofah. No, I get that. That is now. But like, that's my skin. Particles. In hindsight, me saying that out loud is like really gross. I do usually <laughs> use a wash rag most of the time. Yeah, I grew up using the wash rag. Uh, do you have any fucking trivial things that bother you? I, it's not the end of the episode. We still got some time, but I just wondered. Well, I got to call out the fact that my trivial thing from last week that you did not believe me that non-electric cars uh, that, that combustion engine cars would shut off at lights and start at lights and brian our guest from a few weeks ago messaged us group messaged us to call us out or to yeah. call you out and tell me that well, i was right let me just say that i haven't looked it up yet to confirm it so you know, I, i'm not acknowledging uh that it happened until i look it up well here's here's how you can prove it is uh Go drive around a rich neighborhood, which you live in Lewis Center, so you live around plenty of rich people, just like I live next to Upper Arlington. Yeah. Stop at a light and open your windows. The fact that I would say probably 5 to 10% of cars are hybrids does not add up to when you hit gas at the light and you hear six cars turn back on. I have literally never witnessed this. Now think about it. I will. I will. But let me tell you right now that porsche panameras <laughs> they don't do that <laughs> and like i feel like that's like i feel like the only people up there they either have they either have jeeps uh porsche or other muscle cars excuse me i'm burping other muscle cars like, like fucking challengers like the shit. new ones yeah is there is there one that sticks out to you that's like you shake your head at more than the others for me it's the charger uh, yeah, honestly, the Dodge ones, I have less a problem with the Charger and the Challenger. I don't have a huge, I really don't like those Chargers from 10 years ago, Dude, like when they first brought them back. Chargers are garbage. Uh, but I think that the Chevy Camaro, the new Camaros are, are so goddamn ugly for a car that was so cool in the 70s and 80s. I feel the like the 90s Camaros, you, you got, you got that, that IROC Camaro, that white trash Camaro, which is, it's ugly, but it's fine. But the I, new I, ones, love, I love that you called it out and called it a white trash Camaro. Oh, my God. Can, can I just say that my brother had one? Good. Uh, with T-tops. Fuck yeah. It was black. It had the chrome things that go over fenders. You remember those, like yeah. the chrome shit? It had chrome wheels, all this chrome trim, and then his wife had a red one with all the same parts but gold. Fuck yeah. They did. had his and her fucking IROC Zs. Shit was tight. Um, speaking of, while we're on the subject of like things with motors, we just glossed over that trivial shit. No, this okay. is, this is my oh, trivial oh, thing. Oh, 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 okay. So while we're on the thing, while we're on trivial things, uh, and things with motors, I'm going to use this to bring it together here. Right. Have you seen those like mini motorcycles, like mini Ducatis? No. Are like, you kidding me? Like mini, like, like a regular mini bike, but like looks like a fucking. No. Okay. These are rocket. fucking street legal. They like people drive these around like freeways and everything. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You're, They're tiny. No, it's the Honda Grom. Dog. These are mini Ducatis. Oh, that's weird. Cause Honda has a Grom that has those little wheels and it looks so silly. It's the weirdest <sighs> fucking thing, but there is a, there is a culture that I just don't know about. It's. This mini motorcycle culture. Hilarious. And sometimes up there in, in Lou Center, I will see 
five or ten of these yeah, things. packs of them. <laughs> packs of mini bikes. There is a Honda Grom crew that rolls around Olentangy Ackerman area. I see them all the time. Really? Yeah. I'm going to have to look that up and see if it's even remotely the same. But th- these, I swear these are mini Ducatis. Hilarious. It's the weirdest. It And it bothers me. I see it. <laughs> like, it's a trivial thing. It bothers me. I'm just like, you fucking dipshit. Get a real motorcycle. I don't know why it bothers me because you're talking to somebody that doesn't have a motorcycle. You know, you'd be happy about this, though, because my boss had a Grom, a Honda Grom. Mm-hmm. And he sold it, and he got a fucking Harley, a big ass Harley. So See, there you that's, go. That's the way to do it. Um, I just, yeah, I don't, no, I I don't know that. what it is. The, those little things, they just, they piss me off every time I see them. And I saw some today. That's why I came in here, like, well, I'm gonna have to say something about these. Uh, and I didn't want to forget it because there are times where we get out of here and we don't talk about trivial things. Mm-hmm. I have a trivial thing. Hit it. So you know the shape of my house. You know, I have that yeah, back. It's uh, got, I think it's like it's, an L-shape. it has uh, walls and a roof. <laughs> it's fucking weird. You know, the sh- the layout of my house. Yes. Ooh. Excuse me. Excuse me. Anyway, I have that couch that's like in the front room under the under the, the windows. The longest couch on the planet? Not, not that. Not that. Oh, one. The, oh, one oh, the little room. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I got the, the mid-century one in the front room. And then I have in I have a room that goes off the back of my house and... uh there's a like a chair, like a wing chair in that room, my TV room, okay, where the long couch is. Rowan sits on the front room couch. Miles sits on that black chair. They are fucking 40 to 50 feet away from each other, and they play the same goddamn game, and they give commentary and scream at each other across the house. So this really bothers you. You know how I know? You've brought this up before. Was it a trivial thing? Um, no, I think we just brought it up in passing. My God, I cannot fucking stand it. I, cause I'm sitting there trying to watch TV or I'm trying to do something. And it's like, I, my whole thing is like, if you're going to play a game together, be in the same fucking room. And then they do that. They get in the same fucking room and then they're sitting four feet away from each other, still screaming the same volume. Like one of them will kill, kill another one in Fortnite or something. They'll be like, what? <laughs> you know, and it's just like, Jesus Christ, you are three feet away from him. Yeah, my uh, so I I, I took the bonkers. kids to the park again today, but I took both of them this time. Um, so I've been taking Eloise because she seems to really enjoy being outside. And if I take her to places with playgrounds, she would much rather literally run through the field. Like she sure. she'll leave the playground and just run in grass like for ten minutes. Like your description of her running because her run know, her, her run is still wild as fuck. Kids run like idiots. Yeah, the, her her run is still very fucking reckless. That like left arm gets going, and I'm like, you're gonna fucking <laughs> you're gonna hit something and fall over. Uh, anyway, so I've been taking her <clears throat> because she's been seeming to enjoy that, and I want to foster that as much as possible. Sure. Um, Hayden has been doing cross country. He's killing it at cross country, but he has been saying like, oh, I'm going to here and i'm i'm running this shit for like cross-country practice or meets i want to go see these trails when it's not for cross-country i want to enjoy it good on that kid i know i was like okay let's go so today so today i took them both and he was like it just shows what a different dynamic they are so she like wanted to walk around pet every tree Feel every surface. Pet every tree. Yeah, dude. She's like, she's like, she'll go up. I know and, exactly what you're talking about. And she asks for permission. She puts her hand close and goes, eh? And I go, yeah, baby, you can touch it. And then she touches it. And then she walks and finds a different surface and she goes, eh? 
and puts her hand close to it. And I go, yes, you can touch that. So it's fantastic. He, on the other hand, is like reckless boy 10,000. Sure. He's like, what is this sharp object? Oh, look at this. Cutting into the tree. I'm going to throw this fucking rock. Oh, what is that? I'm going to climb up that. And I'm just like, I, I couldn't fucking, I couldn't deal today. Like today was was uh too much i'm like hey we're in nature we're just trying to enjoy disconnecting from society a little bit disconnecting from uh electronics um pet a tree you know like can can, how about you pet this tree uh and he just wanted to like wreck shit and i was like man he's just at that age where like i have to take him to the park solo so that i can do like cool dad shit you know i want to go like throw rocks and mm-hmm. fucking break shit yeah and break shit and like go to areas that you're not it's roped off i want to do that with him but with her she's still a little too young to enjoy anything even remotely in that area so i have to carry her so i have to carry this like nearly 30 pound object not bust my ass i need new shoes so these bitches got no tread and it's just like i don't know i feel like i would have enjoyed it a lot more if i could have just taken him Taking her separately. So I think mm. next week I'm going to take him out for some reckless fun. Uh, it's funny uh, because Miles is the same way. It's yeah. all it's always just about like what's the thing I can jump off of, the thing I can climb, the thing I can break. Yesterday before soccer games, we uh, – they had – like Miles' team had pictures mm. and – at Whetstone Park, you know how like in the part where not the soccer fields, but like the part with the trees where they have those like cement tables, yeah, like the picnic tables. He and two other kids on her team on his team had like half cinder block pieces they found somewhere, and they were throwing them on those tables. I was like, oh, no, you are literally going to break that table in half. That rock is going to snap that table. Like, I was like, what are you guys doing? They're literally standing on the table, throwing them down at it as hard as they could. And it's like, what? what's going through your mind right now that that sounds cool? Uh, they're harvesting crop in Fortnite. But uh, that's not even the term. What the fuck is the term? I don't know. Harvesting something. Uh, I they, do got, gotta, they got their axe and they're chopping a tree. Yeah. That's got to make that, – that made me think of though. I got to say this. as I just got to have a proud dad moment is I have never seen any of our kids give – effort in a sport like miles did at his soccer game yesterday ever they got creamed zero to four or some shit like that yeah but man that kid was fucking in it he was aggressive he was he turned the afterburners on a couple times i was like miles let's get it going hustle you know felt good it felt good dad to to be the one whose kid was like fucking it up uh hayden had a cross-country meet this weekend and i didn't take him i've been taking him to his practices uh amy hasn't felt well so i've been taking him to his practices and getting runs in myself and then he had a run over at like uh otterbein or something right and amy posted a video she showed me the unposted video because it actually had sound but she's like screaming give it everything you got you know what i mean and dude he just fucking like turned it on and left this kid i'm like hell yeah it's it's cool when they find something that they're that they have fun doing. Yeah. Uh that they're pretty good at. Yeah. Because I tell you, when Hayden played soccer, he was not good. And that's the thing, is like Miles I knew was gonna be the one who was better at it, because he's the athletic one. Mm. But he never it, it and he did enjoy it, but he never really latched onto it super like a crazy amount. But he was on a team with his friends and he had a good time. And this one this year he's been 
it's been kind of emotionally tough because like he, he doesn't know people on his team, but like they've had a couple of practices and a couple of games and he's making friends and they're having a good time and like they're playing together now and it's cool. It's just cool to watch. Like he's, like you could tell that he, like he, he wasn't even having a very good morning yesterday and, uh, and I thought, oh great, here we are, here, here we go. Soccer's going to suck. He's not going to give us all. He's going to, he's going to be complaining the whole time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he just turned it on, man. He got on the field and he just fucking, did it and i was so stoked about it and our the games were at the same time him and bees they were on neighboring fields which is cool but it was like sierra and her mom were like posted up on chairs in the shade where they could see both fields and then ashley her stepdad and myself we were just basically going like this back and forth between the two fields going you're doing great you're doing great you're doing great you're doing, you know like hey, hustle hustle hey b here comes the ball you know i mean it was it was pretty pretty cool but yeah. um uh I wanted to just focus on Miles' game the whole time, though, because he was just fucking killing it. So that was so, cool. That was so really cool. Out of uh, out of that came a funny thing. So we always like to take pictures, like when you know the kids are doing anything. Yeah. We want to take a picture, right? Sure. Um, so it's hard to get Hayden to laugh or smile, and it not look. He looks in pain when you go, "Hey, Hayden, smile." He's like, "We're like no big smile," and like he, he just looks in pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have to make him smile. Newsflash is not just him. That's what I was. That's well, that's what thing. I'm getting at. So you have to make him smile, like legitimately, by saying something crazy. Yeah. And it's getting more ridiculous the things we have to say or do to make him smile. Do you have any? Uh, what? So which one of your kids is the hardest to get to smile? Is it all of them? Is it just all kids? Yeah, it's just all of them. Uh, Miles is the one though that like like Beatrice won't like if she doesn't want to smile, she's not gonna smile. You don't. I mean, do you do like do you funny shit and make him smile or what? All I gotta say is the word diarrhea. Oh, that works every time. Every See, time that that used to work, we'd say like farts, farts, farts poop. Like we would like, do the same thing. I'll be like wet fart or like oh shoot, I just sharted. You know, like you, my <laughs> kids know what a shart is. By the way, oh absolutely, we sing. We you know baby shark. We sing baby shart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, but no, yeah, I, it's always got to be pooper fart jokes. That's what it used to be for us. Hayden's growing up, man. You know what Amy had to yell in order to get him? I can't wait to hear this. Think of titties. <laughs> okay. 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 So two things. No, no, no not one. That two, two things. One, that's hilarious. Yeah. Two. Caught him off guard. Two, you said, guess what Amy had to say? In my mind, I was like, I bet it's tits. And then I was like, no, they wouldn't. No, she wouldn't do that. That's hilarious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's funny. Think of titties. Wow. Yeah, because that nothing else is working anymore. Like he's bored with our uh, fart jokes. He's bored with us saying the fart. Hilarious. Oh, by the way, I've told you this before. He he's never cussed. I've tried to get him to say cuss words, like just to like. I don't want him to be so curious that he goes crazy, right? And just like goes crazy and says like shit ton of cuss words. So I'm like, sorry, man. Say damn. No. Say beaver dam. Like I, I try to get him, you know, yeah, say yeah. he's like, nah, he wouldn't even say chicken breast. I think I, I told you that before. Um, he can now seamlessly cuss without cussing. And what I mean is like, like, let's say a song comes on and it's probably not a song that I should have on. Yeah. You know, I'm totally that parent. I'm just like, I, just put whatever on. He can rap like the whole song and substitute every word. Like if, <laughs> if it, if it's shit, it's spit. If it's fuck, it's flump. Flump? Flump. That's good. Yeah, he'd be like, I don't flump with you. <laughs> like, dude, he can he can seamlessly cuss without cussing. And that's I'm funny. like, I don't exactly know how to feel about it. 
Because I feel like one day he'll just like I see him using these words, you know, and he's like, "What the flump?" And like at some point, I'm like, "Man, he's gonna he's gonna switch that over." And, and see, that's the thing, is, and we've talked about this before, but like I I fully believe that my kids are all cussing when they're all hanging out without us. Uh, I fully believe that. I don't think mine is. I I honest I fully believe that too. Uh, you and me. I have another story that hits close to home for you, real quick. So you have a neighbor. I'm not going to say the neighbor's name. Kid starts with an E, mm-hmm. right? And when Hayden used to come to your guys' house all the time. Oh, do they play Fortnite together? Yes. Because he cusses. So I walk in the room the other day, and Hayden's not playing games. And I'm like, I thought – and that's not like him. He, If he asks for media – because we don't give it to him all the time, right? But if he asks for media, he's going to use it. Up to the last minute, he's allowed yes, to use it. Yeah. So he's not. He's doing something. He's playing a Switch or something. And I said, oh, you don't want to play Fortnite? He goes, oh, I was playing with some kids, and some of their friends came in, and they were saying bad words, so I logged off. Oh, please tell me it was my kids. I don't think it was yours. <laughs> no. It was not. It was not. It was It was that kid and some of that kid's friends that just came into the channel or group or whatever the fuck the terminology is. I have no idea. I do know that he cusses. Yeah. So I thought that was really funny. I wanted to tell you that. That is I hilarious. forgot about it. He's like, yeah, they were saying bad words, so I left. That is hilarious. <laughs> I, uh, no, but I, I do not doubt for a second that my kids aren't do you remember when, uh, cussing. Do you remember when it was like super popular? Um, that was like a meme almost to say like, don't cuss on my profile. Yeah, I never really got that. I felt like it was always a joke that was like, I felt like I was too old for. <laughs> Dude. Okay. So the person that I saw making that joke all the time was Knox. Yeah. Yeah. So it, he was like, he's the one that introduced me to it. And then it became a big thing. You remember how you could like put filters on yeah, Facebook? Yeah. Like words on the. Yeah. So somebody else made that. And that was like, that was like two months after Knox brought the joke to like, you know, my timeline, right? And so I was like, man, that's kind of – it's funny. It's funny how disconnected I am from people. Like you said, I feel old because these jokes happen and I'm like, I don't even know where yeah. that originated. I don't, yeah, it's – I was looking at – I was flipping through Twitter earlier and – No cussers. Chase, Chase, the singer of Gate Creeper, which is a death metal band that I happen to love a lot. Do you like that band? Mm-mm. You don't like it? Never. Uh, or have you just ne- not listened to I've it? I've never given it a shot. You should. I've I've seen people post about them. i got to be honest. I'm just not the biggest fan of Death Metal. When you say Death Metal, yeah. you got you to gotta like – you got to dial it in more. I need it's, to, not, it's not Mark Evans' Death Metal. It's it's old school. It was in, influenced by like, like Entombed, Obituary, stuff like that. Like So it's more simplistic. It's more hardcore. So rooted. then you, you legitimately mean Death Metal, like the original. Yeah, to, old school And death that's metal. what I don't like. Anyway. You should give Gate Creeper. Gate Creeper. I will. On listen, the to their rec- li- listen to the record Sonoran Deprivation, and there's just it's it's fucking Riff City. It's the heaviest goddamn shit, man. It's fucking Riff City. Anyway, uh, he said today on Twitter, he goes, "Wow, I really am an old head." You know, and old I, head. I, I feel like that's like a hip hop term. I, I feel like us uh, mid thirties guys are all s- starting to realize that, or all like, holy shit, we are that guy now. So we're the guy at the show that I used to be like, man, that guy is old. That's why I don't go to shows. No, I still go. I just don't go. You tried to get me out to your fucking show. And what did I tell you, Colin? You're like, oh, my God. I was well, I was drunk when I texted you. I was like, hey, man, I don't know what you're doing, but we're going to play late tonight. Blah, blah, blah. That's like, not what you said. You said if you're trying to get turned, oh, we yeah. play late. Uh, that is true. <laughs> yeah, I was drunk. Um, 
and you said, hey, thanks for the invite. I'm getting in a, a late night gym sesh. Did I only say sesh? Uh, you probably said session. Oh. Um, I'd, I'd it was for effect. I'd uh, feel differently if I said sesh. But uh, uh, and I responded with, uh, I'm going to bust your balls on the podcast because yeah. you have chosen a healthy lifestyle over riffs. riffs. And yeah. I still believe that. I stand by everything I said. Yeah. Uh, but no, I get it. Although this show was weird. It, I'm getting a call. You're getting a phone call? Is it that a number is, that you don't know? The school system. That's a robocall from the Columbus City School System. That consists of, they spend so much goddamn money on robocalls. It's just pay your teachers more and stop calling me. Anyway, um. Nobody wants to sit there and dial 900 phone numbers. It costs a lot of money to do robocalls. Really? Tens of thousands no. of dollars. No. Absolutely. Okay. So they should just hire me. I would do it cheaper. <laughs> like, that's, that's just what it is. Anyway, um, so. Now I lost my train of thought. Well, you were talking about healthy lifestyle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. riffs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I – fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> and no, standing by that. I stayed up too late and drank a shit ton of beer. And then I came home at 1.30 in the morning and ate my leftover Thai's Asian bistro food. Oh, and then went to sleep. And You know, you know <laughs> I could be wrong. You were at the gym. I could be wrong. I feel like Thai's Asian bistro – is twelve fifteen Lane Avenue? Is that the address? I don't know what the address is, but it is definitely on Lane Avenue. I don't know why that sticks out in my brain. Uh, but for like nine dollars, you get like three meals worth of food. So oh, I know. <laughs> it's just but, crazy. I mean, but I'm a fat piece of shit, and I used to eat all of it. Yeah, I, I I get General Tso's, and I eat the whole thing. I can split it up. I get the hot pepper chicken. Mm. Damn, I might. I are they open? What is today? Sunday? Sunday. Are they open on Sunday? I'm sure. That's way out of your way, though. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I feel like I could fuck with that today. <laughs> I feel like I could fuck with that. No, it's actually... It's Where a, are we at? An hour and 20. <clears throat> what that do you think? You want to yeah, wrap it could, up? We could probably call it because I need to go home and make dinner. Hey, that lady from my uh, neighborhood Facebook page that says she sent me a message. I know what that message is going to be. How much you gonna cut? How much you gonna charge me to do a fucking? Do it. Yeah, dude, I don't have time to do. I don't. I, I don't have time to do shit on my own house. Well, but then, I guess I'm then not charge paid. her less. I'm not getting paid for. Yeah, there you. Go. I was gonna say charge her less. Say, hey, I'll I can do it. It'll take me longer, but I'll charge you less. No, I'm gonna charge you full price. Yeah. No, I just talked myself into it. I just talked myself because the, the reason I don't get shit done in my house is because I'm paying for it. I'm not getting paid for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Damn, that was kind of a bar. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was kind of a bar. I'm not paying for it. I'm getting paid for it. You want to write a rap album? I'm no, not. no, no, not a rap album. Can we write a rap song together? Would you do it? I don't know if I'll rap, man. I need a ghostwriter. Nope. I need Jack Houston, my bass player in my band, to ghostwrite a rap song for me. Here's the thing. We're going to do a rap song. I will set up the studio time. <laughs> Jesus. I will. I will provide you with a beat. By next week. But I like beats. I like making beats. Can I help? I was just going to find more. <laughs> no, no. I've got beats for fucking days, man. I don't believe you. Why do we have a weird beat at the beginning of every podcast if you've got beats for days? We're going to talk about this. Off air? Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. All right. 
I got a handful of songs on my SoundCloud. What? I thought you just had like Beezus. No, I have another SoundCloud. I have another you one. have another so you're a SoundCloud rapper on the side it's not rap I just have beats we, let's finish this let's no no now I now I just want to now I just have to ask so are there any lyrics on these beats or is it literally it's just, just beats and it's not like uh, it's Nine Inch Nails style shit no man that hang on a minute hang on a minute hang some, on. that's something you would do it is something I would do it's what I do it's what I've been doing for what just my, music in general my whole life is just making shit at like just making shit like and and i my first love when i started making music my first love was electronic music so my first love was drum machines samplers and daws all right so literally after this i do want you to show me some shit hold on hold on you're gonna no not that song well you already got it going nope not that one uh you're gonna get us a flagged for copyright no this is my shit on your own shit Hold on. I'm waiting. So that's what you want to rap over? Oh, I, I got... I, I'm telling you, man. I got fucking... This one's pretty poppy. It sounds like some Katy Perry. That one's actually kind of hard. I actually. All right, Colin. All right, Colin. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. One, I didn't know that existed. <laughs> Two, I wasn't. I wasn't like. <laughs> I wasn't on the board till that second one. <laughs> that second one got me on board. All right. Heckin' cool dads. Episode <laughs> fucking twenty three. Twenty three, like Jordan, <laughs> like Jordan and LeBron. And we're out this bitch. Later. Peace.